Welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Abs. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama fan cast. But this week, we didn't watch anything. <laughs> nope. No, no, we're here with no idea what to do. Because we're still recovering from the Riverdale finale. <laughs> yeah, we're going to uh, we're gonna do, I guess, sort of a season two uh, retrospective. retrospective. <laughs> Look Which back, ra- wrap up, or... We did... Halfway through season one. Do you remember we talked, it was yeah. like a bonus episode, we mostly just talked about how you should pay for art well, that you like? Well, that's because uh, last season, they, their breaks, they did not have as many breaks. They had their one mid-season break, which you sort of expect. Yeah, that's but right. this season was so, it felt so long. So long. Well, I mean, it did start on my birthday, October 11th, 2017. Yeah, re- rem- remember, Aaron, how this season started with like... Him rushing to the hospital? Doesn't that feel like forever ago? And no, no one questions when Archie Andrews, who does not have a driver's license, drives. <laughs> so does, does he get a driver's license at some point in the season? Because he got the car, but he mentioned... But then he never drove the car. Veronica <laughs> drove the car once. We talked about this. The car is just a burden yeah. for the daughter. Yes, yeah. It's just something that she has to deal with. Yeah. 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 So uh, this podcast might sound a little different this week. Oh yeah, we're in a we're in a new space. We're in the new space. <laughs> I guess this is technically our third space. Yeah, that's my other podcast. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I said it, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, because we used to record in the kitchen. It was the kitchen, and then upstairs in the small office room. Yeah, and, and now, now we've in moved the, underground. The official podcast basement. Yes, the official podcast. So it might sound a little bit different. Um, it's still not quite like sound set up, so it might be this week might be a little more echoey. Uh, but we're gonna get there. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've already recorded something down here. It doesn't sound too echoey, but you know, you, you for people who don't do sound stuff, you set up microphones differently for different people. So exactly. Yeah. Also, there's a the dogs are back. There yeah. used to always be a dog on my lap during the podcast. Then we moved to the second space. Where we, where we wanted to close the doors so they would, there wouldn't be any noise. The second space was very warm, by the way. So hot. We've talked about it that before, but the space was very warm. But now we're in the third space, and the dogs have returned. So there's now a dog sitting basically on my feet. Yeah. And sighing a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so you might get dog sighing sounds, yeah, too. <laughs> yeah, you might get the sound of a dog sighing every so often. She's cute. Why is she sitting on my feet? I don't know. Also might be asleep. Yeah. Yeah. It's cute. It might be asleep. Because it's nice and cool down here. Yes, it is. Podcast basement. Podcast basement. <laughs> so, Kevin, we haven't seen each other for a week and a half. Uh, Yeah, I guess since last time we recorded. And we recorded early. Yeah, on a Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the well, day the episode launched. Well, because you went out of town, so we had to record on a Wednesday. I did go out of town. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was interesting. Not that I usually see a whole lot about the episodes before they um come out, because I've eventually got to the point where I've just started muting other accounts that talk about Riverdale a lot because we can't know I don't just mute (laughs) I don't just mute like you talk about Riverdale you're muted I mean like like spoilers yeah and if I'm following like a I don't know another Riverdale podcast I still want to follow them in a way to like because that's my way I guess of supporting them yeah and also when we're in the off season we are interested in what you're saying yeah yeah, so so unmute it but when we're in the on season we don't watch the episode usually for like four days. Yeah, yeah, because because hey, we we pick the day that the episode comes up, and we we picked it. It was a Monday, and then, and then they, season two they changed what day Riverdale comes out. They only changed it by like one day, but, but if, it made such a big if, difference. Yeah, because it's like we like the episode comes out two days later. The next episode, hmm. I know. I'll, hey, that puts it right. Like then you can you can watch it yourself, and then eventually you listen to it, and then you're you listen to it just before the next episode comes out. Exactly, it's like our podcast is a fun reminder of what you saw, <laughs> in case you forgot, because a lot happens. And accurate, and an accurate reminder Very of what accurate. you saw. You know them robots. Yeah. Um, but how has your week been, Kevin? Been has been busy. I've I have a book coming out like. Man, real soon. Very soon. Yeah, like yeah. like June eleventh is is come is real soon. My best friend and I were out at the bar last night after we saw uh, Much Ado About Nothing. Yeah, and we were talking about your book at the bar. Excellent, because we both read it. Excellent. Everyone should talk about my book at a bar. <laughs> this girl was totally eavesdropping with us, but she did not engage with us until we started talking about the play. <laughs> so she was not interested in your book. Yeah, but as long as you keep dropping the name, eventually they'll be like, "Yeah, I heard that name before." 
hey, some girls were at some bars. Yeah, they're talking about Endless Hunger, the name of the book that's coming out. It's called Endless Hunger. This book that we read, these are the things we like about it. Yeah, by Kevin Weir. It's called Endless Hunger. Endless Hunger, the book. Yeah. It's it's distressing because that's how I talk in normal life now. (laughs) Uh, Well, it's it's an overcorrection because I feel like for so long... I've sometimes described something, but I've never said the name of it. I do not know what in my head. Like, I, I think maybe because it's the same thing that makes me not ask for people's names. Mm. Like, I will just talk to someone mm-hmm. and, like, just keep going. And I'll, because I assume at some point I will get their name. Either they'll introduce themselves <laughs> or something. Or... To someone else in front of you? No, no. I assume they'll eventually they'll introduce themselves to me. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I also talk to people like I know them who I don't know. So I guess. Yeah, maybe it's yeah. just just a thing. I'm like, okay, okay, I I don't need to know your name, I guess. Well, and especially in like the theater industry, and I assume the book industry, there's a lot of people who I know by reputation or by sight. Yeah, who I don't actually know IRL. Yeah. So I talk to them like I know them because I know what their name is. We've never <laughs> met, but <laughs> but I know, I know you, and they know, know me. You <laughs> <laughs> well, might as well assume that they know you. Well, Kevin, you've only been doing book things, and I have only been doing yoga. Yeah. All yoga, all the time. Yeah. Good made, yo- big yoga week. Well, I made the regrettable decision of signing up to do a 30 classes in 30 days yoga challenge. So that's a yoga class a day for people who don't. Okay, but it's not, because the challenge runs from May 1st to May 31st. So, so That's you- 31 days. <laughs> Uh, that is. <laughs> I've been over, and I've been overthinking it a lot. I was like, "Do the classes that I take on the thirty first count?" And finally, I asked them. They were like, "Duh! It runs from May first to May thirty first. So really, I was it's like, but that's thirty one days. So it's thirty one classes in thirty one days. No, you only have to take thirty classes. So it's thirty classes in thirty one days. Yes. So it's not thirty classes in thirty days. No. So you have one like leeway one day. day. You have one leeway day. But Kevin, I've taken too many free days. I've seen a couple plays, and when you go to see a play, you don't have time to do hot yoga after work before the play. Yeah, I, I'm going to be honest. Doing one yoga class a day is doing one of like almost anything a day and like that that being the obligation seems really really extreme well and like one yoga class a day would be okay but hot yoga like takes up a lot of your time yeah sorry because you go there and then you're wet afterwards and then you have to like deal with the repercussions of being wet yeah like you can go to the go to like the gym once a day and that's fine Usually because you're doing something different at the gym. Yeah. But, like, I presume with yoga, you're you're doing, like, you're doing different types of yoga, Yeah, so, like, different classes, and instructors will mix up their classes throughout the week. I don't know. That, that, that really just feels like, though, but at a certain core, it's still yoga. It's still yoga. So, yeah. like, on Mondays, I usually do, like, a spin and yoga combo class. On Tuesdays, I do yoga sculpt, which is flow yoga with weights and is the hardest thing I've ever done. Okay. When I leave the yoga studio, I look like I have been swimming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so think about that. Then on Wednesdays, I do hips. On Thursdays, I do a flow class. On Fridays, I do a yin class. Saturdays and Sundays, I do whatever fits in. Flow is, like, flow. Yeah. Yin sure. is, you know, you, like, flow through things like a river. No, I got it. <laughs> at this point, they're just going to, like, pick <laughs> nouns and adjectives. Yeah. Yin is like a relaxing class. All right. But when I go to see plays, no yoga. And I went out of town. Yeah. So, and when we watched, when we recorded last Wednesday, yeah. I didn't go to yoga. I didn't have time for yoga. <laughs> I had Riverdale. So now I have to do three doubles in the next four days. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. uh. <sighs> That's why it's been all yoga all the time. And like, I've been going on dates and the guys are like, oh, let's get together this time. I'm like, I can do that. Half an hour after the time you suggested, because I have to do yoga. It's the sort of thing that, like, whenever you get um, the, uh, what do you call it? Whenever you get, like, they're like, oh, how did this celebrity get in shape? And they're like, they're, they're like, oh, well, I just had to do this thing. It's like, yeah, but I mean, like, that is your job. Your job, like, if yeah. if, if you're someone and you're, t- and you're, like, if you're an actor, you're getting paid to be an actor, and you're getting paid to be an actor who's in good shape. You're getting paid to be in shape. That's, exactly. That's like, it's the same thing if you're, like, a model or, like, anything like that where, like, part like that is part, part of your thing. You're effectively being paid to get into shape. Uh, other people are not getting paid to be in the shape. They can't re- always do the same thing. I can't do yoga for three hours a day, but I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
like, 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 don't get me wrong. You should, you know, go out and be active and do like, do that. And you, you can go to the gym like once a day. That's mm-hmm. definitely possible. Mostly, once again, because you, because even if it's just like you know, you getting into the gym for like cardio or something. Yeah, like that, then you're like there for like forty five minutes, an hour. Yeah, it's not three hours of <laughs> yoga. Yeah, that is an insane challenge to to ask the average person to do. And why did I sign up for it? I assume peer pressure. No, no one asked me to. I chose to. All right. What's wrong with me? Good job. Anyway, yesterday I was taking a hips class and this guy walks in and he uh, set himself up in the front row. Yeah. The only person in the front row. (laughs) Ooh. Which is fine because like I understand you have your spots you like to go. Yeah. I like to go at the back by the door. Yeah. (laughs) So when the door opens, I get a nice breath of cool air. Oh, yeah. That's a smart way of doing it. Yeah. I'm smart. (laughs) <laughs> when I'm so sweaty, I'm like, mm, great. Anyway, so he went to the front. He started doing push-ups. <laughs> like, <laughs> like when you go to hot yoga, what you're supposed to do is get there about 10 minutes early and then yeah. like lay down in Shavasana or like another comfy laying pose yeah. so your body can like slowly get used to the heat. Yeah. Because it's like 38 degrees Celsius. It's very hot. No, he, no, but he comes in hot, wanting to get hotter and just starts cracking out some push-ups. <laughs> push-ups. And I was like looking at him and I was like, that's not correct. <laughs> what are you doing? And so then we like did the class and he was still doing different things than the rest of us. <laughs> and then we got to the end and the whole point of yoga is like you work hard yeah. and you earn the rest. Yeah. And then at the end of yoga, you go into Shavasana for like five minutes and yeah. they come it's hot yoga. They come around with like a cool lemongrass towel and they put it on your forehead yeah. and your body like learns how to regulate itself and return to. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. take a nap. The point of yoga is to do the nap. You do yeah. the work to earn the rest. Yeah. Not this man. No. You went back doing pushups. Yes. <laughs> Except these pushups now had a new twist. He would like push up into downward dog and then come forward into a plank and then push ups and then back into downward dog forward into a plank push ups. I was like, are these your chill push-ups? Because you're taking the down, because downward dog is a resting posture. Yeah. It's the one where you point your butt at things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like a dog. Yeah, like a dog. Like a dog does. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I was like, is this your chill push-ups? Because you're doing some downward dog in there? I guess so. I guess, yeah, I guess this is. Just, hey guys, if you're going to do yoga, don't do push-ups in Shavasana. It's not that kind of workout. It just... <laughs> It just feels like someone who's like, I'm going to go to a spin class, but every so often, I'm going to hop off and go for a jog. Exactly. It's like, just do the thing that you're there to do. And if you want to do a push-up class, go to a push-up class. <laughs> or, it's, okay, that's, there's not a push-up class. Go to, like, a boot camp or... Well, it's like when, you, when you're, like, when there's, like, when there's, like, the weights area of the gym where people mm. do weights and someone's doing Tai Chi there and you're like, go Find another space. Mm. Don't stand in the squat rack and do Tai Chi. That's you, not what we're there for. You weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what the rack is for. <laughs> he just picked a spot and was like, Do what this spot needs some Tai Chi. More chill. <laughs> chill. I'm like, there's like a gym type area upstairs. Or just are you or know like what? Home or a yeah. park. <laughs> yeah. You don't uh, have to pay money to go to the gym to do Tai Chi. <laughs> I presume he had other things he was doing there. He just was taking a break with some Tai Chi. In um, the squat rack. Yeah. <laughs> or you could be like the guy who I once saw do push-ups in the change room. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you're in the change room. Change and leave. Don't do more exercise in here. What is with people in push-ups? <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're an easy exercise that you can do anywhere. Sometimes I do push-ups in my office. Oh, that's good. But, like, not in front of people. I close the door. <laughs> exactly. It's a private moment. It's a private time for you to do your push-ups. Perfect. And it's good that you do push-ups. I do. You do push-ups. Sometimes I do squats. <laughs> also a good exercise that you can do pretty much anywhere. In your office with the door closed. Yeah, still, once again... <laughs> I don't want you to be at, like, the bus station doing squats. Doing deep squats. The weird thing. <laughs> I want to take a moment to talk about that. Because I understand that as a human being, there's nothing wrong with that. If you are doing deep squats at the bus station, you're not hurting anyone. But you have to understand that also as a human being, that's real weird. And that's not what any of us came here for. <laughs> except for you. 
Yeah, like I understand. Maybe you're, you know, you're like a busy, you know, you're a busy person. You got, you're got to ride that, you know, train all day, and now you're doing the transfer, and you're like, God, get in an exercise right here, doing some deep squats. It's like when we went. We're gonna talk about Riverdale eventually, maybe. Well, I can slowly pivot to Riverdale. I think. <laughs> well, but hold go. on. Um, I remember going to the movie theater and they always have those pre-show things, especially the Cineplex theaters. Oh, yeah. They always have their people who, like, talk about stuff. I remember there was one where someone was talking about, like, here's some exercises you can do in your seat while you're watching the movie <laughs> to work off that popcorn that you're getting. Um, and they're talking about, like, yeah, you lift your leg up, tense, put it back down, lift your legs up, tense. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> just enjoy the movie. Yeah, that's like a high level of disorder. Yeah, like, just just enjoy the movie. I will if, say, sometimes I do that at the movie theater, but not for exercise, just because I'm a real, like, fidgeter. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And doing something like that is a less obtrusive fidget. I think the I think um, in some sort of, like, psychological way, the problem of, of um, ascribing exercise in that way where it's like, oh... I'm going to eat these this yeah. popcorn, which means I have to do this exercise. Yeah. You don't exercise to earn things. You exercise because it makes you feel good yeah. and it makes you strong. Yeah. Because um, when you start um, putting it as like exercise as a requirement or as a anything like that, the problem you get is that it is by nature optional, like in very many ways, because you could just not do it. I, I know some people, I guess it works for them by being like, oh, yeah, I, I work out, then I reward myself with... Well, I remember I was talking to one guy um, this month, and I was talking about the yoga challenge, and I was yeah. like, I can't hang out with you because I have to do – he was only in town for, like, two days. And I was like, I got to do double yoga because I'm going out of town. He was yeah. like, oh. And he was like, yeah, I feel you. I do spin two a days before I go on vacation. You're going to earn that trip. And I was like, I'm not – I already <laughs> earned that trip. I work. <laughs> I was like, I'm not trying to earn the trip. I'm just doing the double yoga because I physically can't do the yoga <laughs> if I'm not in Calgary. Yeah. Not trying to earn it by doing doubles. I just yeah. need to do thirty yeah. classes. You don't, I don't need to earn things. No, that's not to say you, you like if you work hard. Like, exercise, like you reward, reward yourself. yourself. Yeah, essentially, like your reward should be rewards. Exercise should not be a requirement. Like our like our brother is currently doing like a very big like fitness, fitness journey because he wants to do a strongman competition. Yeah, and he's really sad right now because I am not. So <laughs> I will eat like. A cheese sandwich, which I did not realize a cheese sandwich makes him go, oh. He can't like, even eat a cheese sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> well, he has to be very, he has to be like very, very careful because he has to compare things like other good That's have. true. And if he, he wants the cheese sandwich, then he can't eat something else yeah, at a different time. Um, our, my, my, our parents, they gave me like Twizzlers that had like cream filling. Oh, yes. Um, and I'm like, okay, I don't really like them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll tell mom. Yeah. Uh, but I, I was, I was like, I got to eat them because I don't want to waste these. Yeah. I, I hate wasting yeah. food. Fortunately, my roommates do like them. So now they're going to eat them. But, uh, our brother picked up one, ate it. Then he turned around and said, that's half of my pretzels for the day. And then left. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, <laughs> Brian. Oh my. And he keeps on talking about how like, oh man, when this is all done, I'm going to have like a, like a big meal. And I'm like, good. And it's he funny should. because it's, he's not being like, I can eat anything I want when it's done. He's just going to have, like, one big special meal when it's done. Yeah, yeah. And then still eat healthy. <laughs> yeah, he's just just like, ah, when, it, when this, you know, arc, I guess, I have with my trainer is done. And he keeps on, like, every time I eat something, he, like, looks at it and he's like, eventually. And I'm like, <laughs> don't look at my food that way. Oh, Soon. He won't even go to rage yoga with me because at rage yoga we drink beer. Oh, yeah. He's like, it's a lot of work to fit a beer into my diet. <laughs> and I'm like, but you're working out while you're drinking the beer. <laughs> that means that means it's fine. It's fine. It it's negates fine. it. That's how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know who else likes to work out, especially when he's angry? Okay. Yeah, I mean, you Archie did it. Archie Andrews. You did it. Riverdale. 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 It or we can talk about our life. <laughs> no, let's talk about Riverdale a little bit. We said that we would we do it. We said we would. We said. Uh, Man, it was a wild season. It was buck wild. It really took a journey that I don't even re- like. You know, you know what I forgot about? Yeah. Remember the crazy tales from the dark side episode? Yeah. And remember how briefly the serpents were running drugs because the ghoulies were out of commission? Well, yeah, because um, Tallboy 
uh, had was like running drugs because Tallboy is the worst serpent. But once again, they can't apparently kick serpents out. But he has. Oh no, he's he's dead. He's dead. Yes, yes. he was the one who um, wanted to run drugs. But then there was also the other. Apparently, everybody in the serpents wants to run drugs because there's also the other <laughs> serpent from the first season. Oh yeah, who wanted to run drugs? Yeah, and then was uh he was the one who like actually like agreed to hide the kid like adjacent yes yeah so if i recall correctly the ghoulies were doing the drugs y- yes the ghoulies then were the ghoulies got arrested well, the because ghoulies, of the car race yeah the ghoulies were um because uh, they were working with sugar man right and the sugar man was dead oh yes arrested and then dead but then but, the ghoulies were still doing the drugs oh well, i mean apparently they can still get jingle jangle because of the german woman in the wheelchair I, the what? No, no, Nazi. no, no. That was sent. No, but that was that was Penny sending drugs to uh, a Centerville. Right. Those are sending drugs to another so town. The Ghoulies used to take the drugs to Centerville, but then they got arrested because of the car race. Yes. Which and so then that's why Penny had Jughead run the drugs. Yes. And she was like, "You're doing this now," and then that's why he cut off her tattoo. <laughs> right. She's like the least threatening villain because, like, like, don't get me wrong, she does threatening things, but like, there's a difference between someone being threatening and a villain being threatening. Well, and at that point, was she just like, I know, I don't even remember what her threat was at that point. Her, well, then she had a video of them. Yes, doing the drugs. she had the video of them. No, and I keep on clarifying this. She had a video of them dropping off a box of these sweet teenage boys who didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. Like <laughs> that never would have gotten them arrested. Yeah, like I, I don't think Jughead would be against morally being like, I didn't know I was in the crates. She, she was an adult, and she, she told said me I had to do it. Yeah, she, 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 she said like, I just moved these crates, and I'm like, what's in them? And she's like, candy, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I was a little suspicious, but when a grown-up tells you to do something, if you're a good boy, you do what the grown-ups say. Yeah, at that point, the sheriff was still Keller. And he like... would have been like, oh, you're right. <laughs> you all-American good kids. Oh, the way that she got Jughead to do it was because she had gotten FP out of jail. But she right, didn't was... actually get FP out of jail. No, yeah, it was the whole thing where it's like, um, oh, now you owe her a favor. And I'm like, the... it's so weird how much honor the characters in the show have when like they the show because really the, the show wants it to be shows very shows trying very hard to be gritty it wants to be like gritty and real and things like that but like the main characters are such paladins even like even betty who has her dark side like it's so weird that, that jughead was just like no i'm not gonna do that i'm a good person because all she because i if i'm not wrong and we might be wrong um all she so long ago so long ago she was like um uh i got your dad out of jail which means you owe me because i feel like you just be like nah i don't i don't you work for the serpents and my dad runs the serpents you're a lawyer for the serpents isn't this your job why are the serpents afraid of other serpents? It's true. And why is FP afraid of any serpent? Because it was confirmed in the season finale. That he was the leader. He's the leader of the serpents. I like how the leader of the serpents is like, nah, I can't kick people out. That's not the leader's job. <laughs> Whose job is it, FP? <laughs> FP has been a very bad leader of the serpents. Well, the unfortunate thing, Aaron, is that it was um, that guy who died in the first season's job. Oh, he kicked people out. Yeah, and unfortunately, the only way that you can get a new person is you have to actually, like, appoint a new person. And no one has time for that. That's why, despite the fact that FP did leave the gang for a while, they did they couldn't get a new leader because he had to say who the new leader was. Also, what? okay, this is like a first season question. If FP is the leader of the serpents, why was it a reveal in season one that he was a serpent? Why was Luke Perry-Andrew shocked and dismayed by that reveal? Well, uh, yeah, it's so dumb. Like, nobody knew. Nobody knew that he was the leader of the serpents. That he led a Viking. Yeah. It just... <laughs> he, he said the serpent started on, like, this riverbank. Does he mean, did he start the serpents on that riverbank? No, the serpents were started by Tony Topaz's grandfather. Well, no, I thought the serpents were inspired by. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Because I don't think they're supposed to be, like, a, an indigenous gang. Well, I think they certainly just... can't be, because FP is, <laughs> Skeet Ulrich is a white boy from white boy town. Uh, 
what else happened in the last season? I mean, Dil- I still, I don't bring it up all the time, and you kind of are just like, ah, eh, whatever. Dilton got, like, he he did that stabbing, which I thought, like, he did, did he stab himself? I, I thought he stabbed himself. And that seems to be the consensus online. So people are like, oh, he stabbed himself. I thought he just somehow a serpent got the knife and stabbed him. And I'm, but I'm we not never, entirely we never went- sure what the point of that was because we had the scene with him and um reggie driving and reggie's like yeah. what are you gonna what are you gonna tell them um he's like oh just tell him i was jumped and then we never see him we he's that's he's out of the series yeah we've never point. seen him again we have not seen him again and there wasn't really any fallout i know i harp on this every time we talk about the show yeah there's not enough like if we're if we are meant to believe that it sucks that the baby <laughs> serpents are at riverdale high yeah there needs to be more friction. Also, they need to be hardshipped in some way because right now they're just at a really good school. Yeah, right. Yeah, we we don't. The series does have a habit of being like um, telling us, "Hey, things are bad here," and us being like, "Show it to us." Show it. And I understand that, like, part of that comes to the fact that we're like, it's a sort of thing that, um, like, let's talk about how the fact that we we um, eventually we learned in the first season that apparently when Mayor McCoy became mayor, she got like a lot of racist stuff coming at her. Um, but the way that this show is structured, it does not feel like Riverdale is that. Like, they're a very judgmental town. Let's be. They're <laughs> super judgmental, yeah. but it seems like they live in an alternate universe where there's not really racism or sexism. Yeah. Or there's, um, there, do what there is though classism there's a lot of there's classism. a lot of classism like, there's not even homophobia yeah like no one seems no one seems super to care that kevin's gay they yeah. do care that he wanders the woods i mean that's because there was a murder about <laughs> and that is unsafe yes also don't wander the woods to uh, hook up with random strangers I mean, we do know there's homophobia because we know that there's the straight conversion camp yeah see but like I- <laughs> It's their whole problem with not wanting any of their main characters to have any shades of gray. Yeah. So, like, all of the main characters live in this utopia where there's no sexism or classism or yeah. racism. But there's no, these there others. Yeah, but there's these others. The, they're not us. They, uh, and <laughs> other it, people are doing it. Yeah, look at these other people. Look how, you know, bad they are. Not us, though. We're good. They're bad. It's a very – there's a lot of othering. Yeah. Also, give us a real villain, like a real person who does bad things. <laughs> yeah. I guess Hal. Well, yeah, but like the the background they gave us makes no sense. It's bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand how no one knows that Papa Cooper was the one who did the murder, not Papa Blossom. That seems like I mean, great grandpa. That seems like that would be a very, very easy thing to, to um, prove with like – Death records. Tombstones. Just knowing someone was dead. Because it wasn't that long ago. It was like a hundred years ago. Grandma Rose was probably alive. Yeah, it was really not that long ago. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, no, no one knows what happened. They talk about it like it was like the fall of Rome. Because, you know, the, the, there's always the thing where it's like, you know, uh, uh, small town, big secrets. But usually the idea there is that, like, you get some sort of idea that the town is wanting these things to be, like, um, hidden. quelled. H- yeah. Hidden. The, no one the, – the only person who, I guess, wanted that to be hidden was Hal's dad. Right, which who, is why he did a murder. Which is why he so, – so apparently that family was the only family in Riverdale who knew – that, that murder happened. Yeah, who knew that Hal's father? No, Hal's father's father. Yes, Hal's was alive. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, it's it's so. <laughs> like, did they switch plate? Oh, I mean, if they're twins, oh, I guess maybe but... maybe Cooper Grandpa killed Blossom Grandpa, and then took his like became him because he wanted to be with the rich family, not the poor family. I mean, that'd be cool. If they told us that at all in the series, because it feels like Hal knows everything. If this comes up next season, I'm calling it now. I mean, that, that would explain why um, we don't know, because we don't know where Hal's dad went. No, he, yeah, he just disappeared, which is why his mom was doing that creepy filming. Yeah. So did his dad also go over to the Blossom side or something? Maybe. Maybe his dad is Augustus. Oh. No, wait, Augustus is the same age as him. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe his dad is Augustus. 
<laughs> I mean, they are wig wearing monsters with white hair. Yeah. Oh wow. It's it's just like it's just a lot of stuff that's not well thought through. At it's all. It's a lot of real like shock value things. Very yeah. It's very shallow stuff. And don't get me wrong. The series has done some pretty awesome things. Like. Um, socially, like, they have uh, a bunch of open, openly gay characters. But it's totally cool. And you don't always get to see that on TV. Yes. And you know what? There's not – there has not been a storyline where it's, like, people accepting Kevin because he's gay. Yeah. Like, we've already moved past that. He's already yeah. accepted, yeah. which is I, awesome. Yeah. And uh, and with uh, Cheryl, we see, like, with her mother being, like, obviously just evil. I'm really worried – repeatedly that they're going to try to redeem her like they redeemed Alice but she has done so much worse stuff for no reason for no reason other than just being a terrible human being like I she just wants to run a brothel because 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 her daughter made a joke at her and then (laughs) then she's like yeah you know what I can do this our evil team will take over this town and I will do the thing Cheryl don't get me wrong that's some real good can do attitude (laughs) Cheryl's like what you gonna do start sleeping with people and she's like yeah you know what I am and you know what women can run businesses am I super annoyed and frustrated that there's only two women on the evil super team and one of them is running a brothel and the other one is ridiculous (laughs) Teddy. I am upset about that. <laughs> to be fair, there's no good people on that evil team. I don't know why Augustus is there. It's like they signed on um, that actor for two seasons, and, and they're, they're like, like, oh, we're going to kill him at the end of season one. Oh, no. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. They brought back the identical – it's such a soap opera moment. They brought back the identical twin – of the bad guy from season one, but then nothing really happened with that. He He's, sort of maybe had a plot against Cheryl. Yeah, he might have been trying to murder Cheryl and Ro- I'm almost <laughs> wondering if he wasn't. And Cheryl just imagined it. Like, it's almost, <laughs> it's almost like, like um, uh, Penelope like, was talking like, all right, we're going to have a plan. You're going to murder them and get them out of the house. And he's like, yeah. I'll get around to that. I just got some stuff I got to do first. And he's like, but actually, I just want to live in your house and eat your food because I haven't had a job in three years. Yeah, Penelope comes up to him and it's like, hey, you going to murder those people? And he's like, yeah, I'll get right on it. Doing some research, Penelope. Look, yeah. reading a book, a murder book. Yeah, murder book. <laughs> this book's got to help me murder people. Don't worry, I got it, Penelope. But you're reading Harry Potter. Yeah, I'm going to try to murder them with magic. That's what As I'm you- did you know there's a kid in this town who's a robot? <laughs> so surely there's magic. I found this girl named Sabrina. She lives in Greenville, but... But I think we might be able to do a spinoff. I mean, get her to help us. <laughs> <laughs> oh. my, my thing that I really want... So, you know, they're always talking about... Is, is it confirmed that they're doing Sabrina? Like I show? thought it was. The problem is that there's so many times where someone is like... Yeah, they're doing this. Or someone's like, oh, they might do this. Someone else is like, yeah, they're doing this. And just like spiles And there's like an article somewhere because it was supposed to be Dark Sabrina. Oh, which makes sense because it's, it's Dark Riverdale. Um, if they do that, I cannot imagine they're going to connect it to Riverdale. No. It's going to, it's going to do way too many implications. Riverdale can't exist in a world where there's magic. <laughs> right? Well, ex- well no. He, I mean, the real thing is that you can't have like – a serious drama exists in a world where there's also magic because that just breaks the world. It's true. I yeah. mean, you've seen Charmed, right? <laughs> yeah. Like imagine, imagine if Charmed had a spinoff that was just that dude, like, working at an accountant's office. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and and he's he's like it's just like a workplace drama, and he's like, oh, I got I got to deal with all these bosses, things like that. Also, there's magic over there. We don't deal with that. What I do is fight with my arch nemesis who has an office across the way. He never closes his door while he does push-ups. <laughs> I, I do like now to imagine a series that's... Because I know there's the one where it's like the superheroes, people clean up after superheroes, but you're still seeing the superheroes and they're still interacting with the superheroes. I like the idea of a series where someone's like, oh, no, there's definitely magic in this world and I know that magic's going on, but, but I'm we- not magical. <laughs> I'm not really dealing with it at all. We never see it. You see it like once per episode. Someone's like, someone's like oh, I'm... You know, making a potion that'll turn that'll turn me invisible, and he's like, "Oh, that's cool." Um, I'm filing my taxes, so we're both having big nights. Both doing stuff. So the showrunner of Riverdale, yeah, is also going to be the showrunner of The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. 
Okay. Which will be on Netflix. Okay. Yeah, it's official. It's our title. Something Wicked This Way Comes. I have very little other information. You got to talk into that microphone. Um, The girl who plays Sabrina looks an awful lot like the girl who plays Betty. Did they get a blonde? Yeah. Sabrina blonde? Yep. Oh, right. Because it's it's the Archie comics. Every woman except for Veronica is blonde. Melissa Joan Hart. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Her name is Kiernan Shipka. She was a little girl on Mad Men. Okay. And... So I guess it's official. And the guy who plays Harvey looks a lot like Jughead. He's even wearing a jean jacket with a shirling, like, sheepskin collar. Uh, oh, my God. You you <laughs> turned it around, and I looked, and I'm not anywhere close to you. I thought that was a frame of Lily Reinhardt and, um, <laughs> and uh, Cole, Sprouse. Cole Sprouse. I thought that's what it was. That Oh, they're just going to do it again, Aaron. They're just doing it again. Hey, 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 if they don't have these air at the same time. <laughs> I no don't know. We, I don't know if we can do a supernatural. Like I don't know if we can do Sabrina. I know because supernatu- we purposefully didn't watch Buffy because we were like, no, no. Also, Buffy's good. Buffy is good. I mean, Buffy is good enough. Well, there's I mean, there are some bits in the middle of those seasons. Bad eggs. Well, the thing is that you got a season of like twenty two episodes. There's going to be some bad ones, especially since that when Buffy was set up, it was episodic. So like each episode didn't really. Ha- could stand on its own. Mm-hmm. Like, Riverdale's not episodic. At all. Um, it's serialized. And Buffy certainly still had season-long plots and stuff. Yes. But you could watch Bad Eggs and be like, we can figure out what's going on. <laughs> Ooh, Cordelia and Xander are dating now. Ooh. I may have gotten my timeline wrong. They may not have been dating then. Nah, who knows. But they dated during high school. So, Aaron. Yes, Kevin. What are you drinking tonight? Tonight, because it's a Sunday, and you know I don't drink on Sundays. <laughs> That's a Lord's Day. Because <laughs> girls got to make decisions somewhere. I'm drinking some lime sparkling water. Ooh. It is PC brand. <laughs> Good old President's Choice. President's Choice a Blue Menu, which is their healthy menu. There's a, there's some sort of joke there about President's Choice. Like, uh, I'm, and God knows I'm not the one who's going to say it, but... Hey, Americans, fill in your joke hey, here. Hey, funny Americans, make some sort of joke about that. President's Choice, Lime Sparkling Water, dot, dot, dot. Your joke goes here. <laughs> your joke goes here. I don't think you have to say Lime Sparkling Water. I think just President's Choice, dot, dot, dot. Find something funny. Sodium-free and calorie-free. Is there lactose in it? No. Mm, good. It's carbonated and unsweetened with natural flavor. I don't know. I, um... Was trying to buy normal soda water, and the store did not have soda water. <laughs> so I bought this soda water that's flavored. Right, that's fair. I don't think normal people drink soda water as much as I do. Yeah. Also, I have, a, wrong. I have a soda stream. Yeah. So I'm not sure why I bought this. No, I know I know why you bought it, Aaron, because there's the exact times where I've been like, I have this thing at home, but I could also get it right here. And I, Yes, I can't wait. <laughs> I need this can of soda now. And well, and also, and also my thought process is like that thing at home will still be there. Like there have been times where I've been like, I have food at home for dinner, but I'm also standing in a mall, and there is a uh, there's like a Sabaro. So I could have some pizza now, and then my home food will still will be, be there. Future home food, it'll, it'll still be there. It'll still exist. Or if I get really hungry at 10 p.m., second dinner. <laughs> so. uh... Also, this was a very good price. I got 12 cans for $2. Ooh, nice. I know. It's real good. You want some of my soda water? Nah. Nah, I don't know. I'm not as into soda water as you are. No one is, Kevin. No one is. No one is. <laughs> um, uh, what other things do we want to talk about with the last season that just ended? It just, you know, I feel like we went on this long, winding road of the season, and then we just kind of ended where we started. Yeah, it, it really does feel like we're three episodes in. Except that Midge is dead. But you know what? Midge got shot at the beginning of the season. So. Yeah, yeah. Midge, <laughs> Midge effectively died twice. Because we ended one episode. Like, So I understand it's it, like, it might be pretty silly in retrospect for people who've seen like, the other episodes to so listen to our episode where uh, with the, the musical episode. Oh, yeah, where and we're here, like, she's not dead. Being like, she's not dead. Being like, being like, you, you know, after listening and being like, 
Like, ah, those silly people. Of course she's dead. Why wouldn't she be dead? Because, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. But they've done this before. Yeah, people keep getting super shot and then not dying. Yeah. Luke like, Perry Andrews have been shot twice. <laughs> one, one time he did the, the bulletproof vest thing. So the other time, good. Magic Hospital. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is still magic. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And, oh, my God, knowing the timeline makes it so much more magic. But, like, when we – what because that was the end of an episode, right? Where it's, like, Moose and Midge doing yeah. Jingle Jangle, which, w- once again, is heroin, but you take it through your mouth. Heroin which, with uh, sugar in it. I guess. But I don't think heroin is an oral, like – I mean, I guess you could eat it. It would still get into your bloodstream. Yeah, which I guess maybe that makes it less intense because you're not shooting it directly into your bloodstream. Maybe I'm going to have to do a look up and be like, can you eat <laughs> – I mean, you could eat heroin. You can do whatever you want, man. <laughs> you can do – you know, the thing is, I find it hard to believe that Moose is doing heroin. Yeah, it's yeah, it's real hard to believe that that is – Like, Midge, okay, we didn't know her as well, and she was supposed to be, like, kind of a sassy, fun, bad influence. Well, like, we're not wrong. It's heroin, right? Or was it cocaine? Oh, man. It was a white powder – in butcher block paper. Well, because here's the thing. I thought it was cocaine when we first saw it in season one. Then did we find out it was heroin? I'm pretty sure we found out that it was heroin. Like, I, I, Are I you don't... going to Google as Jingle Jingle Heroin? I do... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I'm going to see what comes up when I Google the, Google. the phrase is Jingle Jangle. Hold on. Is Jingle Jangle. Heroin. Heroin. Question mark. <laughs> Google needs to understand it's a question. Question mark. <laughs> the fir- okay, so from Vulture, these are just the headlines. A guide to jingle jangle, Riverdale's new favorite drug. What? <laughs> from W Magazine, Riverdale's hottest street drug jingle jangle is dot dot dot. Ooh. Ooh, mysterious. The dog's doing downward dog. Okay. Why didn't I take a picture? Okay. <laughs> Riverdale's sorry. new street uh, drug, Jingle Jangle, is actually a... Ooh. Um, <laughs> that's MTV.com. Why isn't anyone telling us if it's heroin? So it says... Uh, this. I'm going to Riverdale.wikia. Mmm. Mmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the wikia will tell us how much time has actually passed. Yeah, I, I, I do like uh, that... Like, you know, it's the wiki. So obviously it has to be 100% accurate. accurate. So let's 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 go. Let's dive into the wiki of uh, <laughs> wiki because it's wiki. Um, the wiki of Jingle Jangle, also known as JJ by Tony and Veronica. I don't think that means oh. isn't also known as it's just a nickname they gave it or Little Shaws of Death by Jughead. Great. The users, Southside Serpents, Midge Clump, Moose Mason, Archie Andrews, Veronica Lodge, Cheryl Blossom, Kevin Keller, Josie McCoy, Valerie Brown, Melody Valentine, Reggie Mantle, Nick St. Clair, Charles Smith? Who's? Unsubstantiated? What's that? Oh, Charles Smith is chick, yeah. Yeah. Function, drug, (laughs) simulant. Great. All right. (laughs) Is an addictive, Jingle Jangle is an addictive drug on Riverdale. Most of the teenage Southside Serpents use it. We do, do they? Do, do they? I thought that the serpents don't do drugs, and, and so do some of the kids at Riverdale High School. Robert Phillips, also known as the Sugar Man, mm. was a supplier of these drugs who sold them to Ghoulies, who then distributed them throughout the streets of Riverdale. Great. The Ghoulies also made some supplies inside the House of the Dead. It's not a not telling me. It's just saying it's a stimulant. Uh, they're not doing stays in your system for three days. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, it's highly addictive. They're not really explaining, like... So, it's not heroin. Well, but I thought the point was... The point was that it was, um... Like, when they were making it, effectively, uh... What? what I can't remember. I can't believe I forgot his name. The Blossom dad. Oh, Clifford. Clifford Blossom. I thought the point is that his drugs were essentially being being turned into Jingle Jangle. Yes, I think you're right. Yeah, but, like, they're, they're, no one's mentioning it. Are we crazy? I could have sworn that was confirmed at some point. Yeah, that like the point is that Sugar Man was like that was the the the, the thing that Sugar Man what worked for. But isn't sugar cocaine? Well, like, I, isn't... I mean, I mean, sugar, Aaron, sugar, 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 sugar. <laughs> so apparently, yeah, the Sugar Man's associate was Clifford Blossom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? What? Which? <laughs> 
Notable sugar men. It just says Robert Phillips. Status <laughs> deceased. Um, I did learn that apparently the reason it's called Jingle Jangle is because there was a song by the Archies called that. Ooh, that's fun. Uh, the only problem is that every single time they say it. Uh, it sounds so dumb. <laughs> yeah, it really does sound dumb. Did we just decide it was heroin? But it affects everyone differently. Like some people hallucinate. Some people react like they're on pot. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I essentially pot. was actually like, if Clifford Blossom was like, was he not the one who was? Yeah, he was supplying the. And sugar. I'm pretty sure it was heroin. Are, are we crazy? Hey, is- fans, we know you guys pay more attention to what we say than what we say. Why do we think it's heroin? Yeah, it, yeah, it's heroin, right? But it's like a hallucinogenic. We've had this conversation before. Yeah, uh, th- that's us losing our minds over Jingle Jangle for a little bit. I kept on trying to find, uh, but I, I don't want to. This I, think pod- it's more, this, I think it's more like MDMA. This podcast cannot be us <laughs> searching things on our phone being like, what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you you on your own time. I should maybe take a screenshot of that picture, though, and tweet it for our fans. <laughs> <laughs> this is the picture we thought was a picture of Riverdale. It's not. Oh, the um, you're going back to yeah. the the Sabrina one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows what Jingle Jangle is? I thought it was heroin. Um, I, either way, either if it's heroin or cocaine, I'm pretty sure you don't you don't take it orally. Think, it is supposed to be a stimulant, and heroin's not a stimulant, so I'm confused. I think I'm concerned or concerned. I don't know. It can't be heroin because it's supposed to be like a party drug. I, I'm. I think part of the reason why I believe that as well is because the show is just sometimes so bad at things. Maybe they just don't know what a party drug is. They're like, kids do heroin for fun, right? Well, sometimes I feel like the show doesn't think things through. Like, it's just like, all right, here's a cool idea. And then they're, they change their mind a little bit later. Like, once again, Dilton Gang Stab, that got dropped. Yeah, that had, dropped. That had to have been something, and they just dropped it. They're like, we don't – either we don't know what we're going to do or, like, it, like this, scene, this is actually not good or – Or maybe they're saving it. For next season. Oh, my God. If it comes up next. I mean, once again, for us, that would be months. For them, who knows? Days. Days. So, Kevin. Yeah. Do you have any predictions for next season? Oh, man. Next season. Okay. So, this season ended. Archie got arrested. Archie got arrested. And our evil uh, yeah, the, the, team of supervillains. The team of supervillains got Maybe there. They're not very super. <laughs> so And only technically <laughs> villains. So I predict the team of supervillains is going to fall apart in, like, episode three. Oh, yeah. You think they're going to? Yeah. I think Penny's going to do something dumb and go rogue. <laughs> and Hiram's going to be like, I would like to reveal that I've been acting for the good of Riverdale all along. Look, we're getting a target. Yeah. So that's the question. Do you think they're going to have Hiram be villain? I don't, like, I mean, like, main series villain. I think they're trying to, but I think they can't commit. <laughs> Well, it's weird because he is Veronica's, like, dad. dad. Um, and he is a character from the comics. And in the comics, he was always supposed to be, like, kind of morally great. Because he's, he, he's the stereotypical, like, rich man. Yeah. And he's like, hey, you kids, get off my lawn. Yeah, that's what he does. He, yeah, he mostly kicks Archie out of his house. It's true. Um, do you... Th- yeah, here's the thing. that like, We talk about this, I guess, a lot in this series, but before, like, relationships... Do you think they're going to try to do Archie and Betty again? The That's a the, great question. The, the, the relationships they already got are so... Jughead and Betty just make so much sense. Good. Yeah, like, they nailed it on one, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Jughead and Betty are, like, a one true pairing for a lot of teenagers. Yeah. Especially teenagers who are, like, a little bit different and a little bit introspective and a little bit awkward. Yeah. Really see themselves, like, boys and girls, anyone... They see themselves a lot in Jughead. Yeah. So to see Jughead find love with this, like, confident, yeah, smart, somewhat emotionally fragile woman. Yeah. Is, it's, like, it's very inspirational, I think, for a lot of people. Yeah. And, like, like they're, it's a, they're a real good relationship together. And they already broke them up once, and it yeah. did not stick. <laughs> to be fair, they broke them up through, like... <laughs> Through uh, drama, not logic. Yeah, yeah, it was sort of a weird um, like take for them to to break. It was good. It was a good one. It was during the time when um, Veronica, I'm sorry, when Betty was you know doing the Black Hood stuff, and, mm-hmm. and Jughead, Jughead was, was like, "I'm joining a gang." So caught up with being an angry young man, and then they realized they were stronger together. Yeah, 
No, I could see them breaking... quite an arc. I could see them breaking them up, though. Sort of like Nick and Jess on New Girl. Yeah. Where, like, they are obviously endgame, and they're well-suited for each other, but they needed to, like... If they're going to break them up... Go away and grow. Yeah. If they're going to break them up... Here's how I hope... I hope if they break up, they break up together. Like, in the sense that they're, like... They're both like, eh, let's not go out. Yeah. Um, And then I think Betty will go out with Archie. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet Archie's probably going to break up with Veronica or not be able to date Veronica because Real Hir- soon. <laughs> Hiram's a monster. I mean, the team of supervillains is not going to allow this arrested teenager <laughs> to date the mafia princess. Man, they're really not the mafia, though. That's the thing. They're not the mafia. They're yeah. so bad at mafia. So weird. So he was murdered or he was arrested for killing the teenager. Who? Archie. Archie yes, he was arrested for killing the teenager. Um, because when they he's went- a dumb dummy and shouted it at some mafia guys but the the only person who there's no evidence really i mean i mean i wonder what evidence they have like other than his confession no but no he didn't confess it aaron he said it in an illegal gambling he said in a mafia meeting which means Hiram was like what how did Hiram say that He's like, oh, yeah, no, Archie, he told me that he killed that boy. The mafia people were threatening me, and then Archie decided to defend me, and he revealed that he killed a boy. Yeah, so really what they have is Hiram's word. Yep. Um, Who, I mean, the sheriff does work for Hiram. Yeah. I'm going to presume something's going to come up, and Hiram's going to be able to get the body. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but what about the gun? Archie's never touched Andre's gun. Yeah. Or has he? Well, I mean, the thing is that with the sheriff being essentially... The sheriff can... Manufactured yeah. whatever evidence he wants. Yeah. So I bet there's going to be a lot of manufactured evidence, and then like Keller or someone is going gonna... to stage a coup and become the sheriff again. And be like, you actually have no evidence. I'm a sheriff. Look at yeah. my beautiful mind wall. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like it's it's so weird that Hiram decided that was his play because it's such a dumb play to make. It's so flimsy because because that because all that does all that does is that when it eventually falls through. Because it will. Then it's going to be like, Hiram, did you accuse a random boy of murder? Why are you out to get teenagers? I'm opening a prison. I would like to put Archie Andrews in my prison. <laughs> he shall be the warden of my prison. <laughs> um, Hiram, that's n- not how prisons work. You can't hire teenagers. Apparently teenagers can own bars, though. Why can't they be the warden of a prison? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> like does she own the bar or did she create a company and the company owns the bar and she owns the company still illegal i assume so like there's no legal way for her to own that bar maybe lawyer mccoy actually owns the bar like, that's i mean that's the only option i could came like after after thinking about it <laughs> for so long the only thing i could come up with is that when she was talking to to lawyer mccoy uh she was like I want to I want to own this bar, but I can't because I'm 15. <laughs> so I want you to own the bar, and I will own you. And then I'll run it. And she also I don't think can own Pop Tates. Oh, I don't yeah. think she can own a company. I don't think she can own something. I don't, I don't know how business law law works. I also don't. Now that I'm thinking about this, I don't understand her plan to give her dad the white worm in exchange for Pop Tates because she wanted a place to hang out with her friends. She let him, his plan go through. But she said it with such conviction that she secretly... Oh, she's opening a speakeasy. That's right. Yeah, but that doesn't change the fact that she... like she The entire reason she bought the white worm was to stop her father's plan from going through. And then, Ju- then Jughead was like, my father got fired from Pop Tates. And she was like, I have a better idea. Veronica, it, it's so weird because it feel it doesn't it feel selfless. It feels like, oh right, I'll let my father win so that you know my friend's dad can have can have a job. But it's not selfless because it she's like things up. Yeah, and she's and I almost feel like she was like, oh man, I really want to hang out at Pop Dates and open up a speakeasy rather than her mother was like her mother gave her this opportunity. How does her mother feel of being like Veronica? I I told I I gave you. I, but, I lit I was able you <laughs> But doesn't Hiram also need Pop Tates to finish his evil plan? I don't think so. No. Then why did he buy it? Because uh, he wanted to to uh be a jerk? No, he no, because it was <sighs> Pop Tates was closing uh because of like, you know, the 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 sh- shooting happened there. Right. So everyone was like, Oh, I don't want that none of that. That should have been our first sign that these people would be like <laughs> a prison. Be terrible. <laughs> 
Um, but they're like, yeah, I don't want to go there. Someone was shot there. Well, guess what? Now someone's shot everywhere. And then uh, Veronica got mad. He essentially, he used it to get Veronica on his side. Plus, it also gave him just a, a legitimate business to own, effectively. But Jughead kept circling Pop Tates in his beautiful mind map. Because he, because well, because he, because he did own Pop Tates. Like that's not a lie. He owned Pop yeah. Tates. I don't know why he did it secretly. Yeah. I don't know why he does anything secretly. Like we learned at the end. Oh, he has this other crime plan. But he spends the entire like show telling his family, the people who are in on the plan with him, being like. He told Hermione when no one else was there. It was him and Hermione. And he was like, this way we can go straight. Why is he lying to Hermione? Maybe, I thought she was his, like, mafia queen. Maybe he's actually lying to the triumphant of dumb villains. <laughs> maybe he's lying to everyone. Maybe he is going straight, but he's like, the dumb villains won't follow me unless they think I'm a bad guy. <laughs> yes, I am doing crime. He's, <laughs> he's such a bad villain. He's they're all bad villains. The only good villain was Hal. No, I guess Clifford Blossom was a pretty good villain. That Cl- wig wearing Clifford monster. Blossom was a fine villain. Villain. It's just the things that like it was very like when it was revealed, they were like, oh yeah, yeah. That, and you know what? That made the most sense. That's why I'm disappointed about Hal. Because it also was like, oh, yeah, yeah. okay, all right, fine. I just I thought Hal. there was going to be a twist. The way that everyone played it up. Yeah, if, if like that's it's weird to say like yeah, her dad was not a twist, not enough of a twist. No, not enough. Yeah, like to be fair, we didn't really talk about him that much, but that's because he never got any sort of airtime, and he mostly just like weirdly stumbled his way through through, like, through the he season. Came into the house and be like, I'm in the house, and none of the stuff he did made any sense. Like if, like if him being, and I, why did he <laughs> torture his daughter? Yeah, he wanted. I guess he wanted her. I guess like his mom wanted him to be a serial killer. So he but once again, his, his daughter dad was, to be a his dad killer. was not a serial killer. At worst, his dad was a spree killer. It's true. Which are different from serial killers. And he did murder people who blackmailed him. Yeah. Well, <laughs> also, some children. Not great. Yeah, like it's so hard. It's I say this every single time we talk about Hal's dad. Don't, like, we need we need to clarify. Hal's dad was a monster, but not the kind of monster that they're talking about he was a different kind of monster it would be kind of like being like we like this is gonna Aaron, this is gonna be the weirdest analogy <laughs> i've ever made it would kind of right. be like if she was talking to her son and being like and at the full moon you will become a wolf creature and you will hunt down people and you will kill them and consume them and 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 in actuality like his just- dad was a vampire <laughs> like they're both monsters <laughs> do you miss the simple of season one when the blossoms were vampires and Archie was a robot and those were our biggest problems it's weird doing the podcast that's like a, a goofy thing like we don't take the show very seriously no. um so yeah you're right this season we weren't able to do as much like straight up just like goofs on things that are happening because the show would it's like it we're making too confusing. It's like we we're making jokes about the show, and then the show was like, "Yeah, let's do that," and just kept leaning into it. And we're like, "What? We're like, are- stop listening to us!" <laughs> it's like it's like it's it's funny to watch like two clowns like you know get like a silly slapstick fight, but as soon as one of them like suplexes the other one, you're like, "Okay, too far." Like too far. Then they start just like jabbing each other's eyes, and you're like, "Stops! It's not funny anymore." <laughs> it's true. <laughs> So we do have to uh, uh, end this. This meandering chaos of a yeah. discussion. Uh, I think we, I think we pretty much agree that we're going to come back for and do the OC. Yeah. 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 It'll, it'll be a nice break. Yeah. I think we'll take a week off. Yes. Yeah. We'll take a week off. Uh, so there'll be no uh, Missy Osiris and Abs. Uh, On next, next Monday. Next Monday. The Monday. Which will be June something. Be the first something. weekend week in June. Yeah. Yeah. There will be no podcast on June 4th. Yeah. Uh, but we'll be back and we'll be doing uh, season two of The O.C. So watch along with us. Yeah. Uh, in, in the meantime, you have two weeks to talk to us. So let us know what your predictions are for season three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but before we end, I wanted to mention, uh, I guess, one thing that came up that I feel like we couldn't talk too much about in the episode. But I feel like we should talk about it now. Remember the mm. kid who got mutilated? There was a kid who got mutilated? Remember Betty, when she got the phone call, she thought it was Chick. And then she went and saw that kid. Oh, yeah! 
someone was murdered. Yeah, was that a thing? Like, was that a... That, that wasn't they Chick, dropped right? It, it wasn't we're, Chick. They dropped it so much that I completely forgot about it. Like, he, it was like, hey, there was a kid who, like, he, this coroner called up... Alice. You know, Alice being like, hey, a kid got mutilated. Was that the Black Hood just got another kid? Or was it a different... Is there a different murder? You can't... Is this where the Sabrina spinoff starts? And I, I had a moment where I'm like, where in this episode, I'm like, wait, so was maybe that was the boy from... um. But he was shot in the head. Yeah, and this person, they did specifically say that this guy was in his 20s. And I think the kid who Archie murdered. What? Well, no, but but I'm trying to remember if the kid, when we saw him, had a bullet, like, had a bullet wound in his head or something. No, he, his neck had been cut. <sighs> like, you can't, I, I think, I, I've been thinking about that seen that bit for a long time because you can't um, just drop that in there yeah th- and i feel like that is such like a quintessential moment like we're, we're not going to do a what is like what's your cw moment for this because it's not an episode but i think that is such a quintessential riverdale moment to be like hey there's a boy who was mutilated but it has nothing to do with us so who so, cares dropped goodbye storyline like it's b- like how betty never shuts down the sisters of quiet sorrow yeah it's like like that's still a real Betty, someone was mutilated. Like, throwing a line being like, oh, no, it was like a wild animal gone or something. Yeah, we found out. But you can just be like, ah, mutilated boy. Oh, it's not. It's not chick. It's some other mutilated boy. It's not my fault. So I don't care. No, there's apparently another boy in the town where. No one dies. (laughs) Yeah. There was another mutilated boy. I totally forgot about that. Exactly. And I, I think because you said mutilated, and so I assumed there was someone alive wandering around who had been mutilated. No, no, no. No, he, no, he, he him murdered. No, he dead mutilated. And th- this this show makes me so much like because we t- we talking about with jingle jangle, jingle jangle, and same thing with this mutilated boy. Like I'm doing it right now, where I'm like, or am I wrong? Did I am, did, did I misunderstand? No, like, it did, was not chick. Like well, it very not, clearly, not was not that him. Is, is not chick. Did we miss like? Did we miss that that one off line? Like, there's so many stuff things in the show where I'm like, there's no way this could have been how it went. Then I went back and looked. And I'm like, no, that's how it went. That's what they did. Like the show gaslights me. They're doing too much. They need to be more like the OC. Do less. Slower pace. More beautiful shots. Also, crime fighting. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's there's actually crime fighting in this. It's just the crime is dumb and the fighting is dumb. And the villains are dumb. And the villains are dumb. Triumvirate of dumb villains. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. The villains are bad and evil, but like... But they're also dumb. Yeah. Like, if your baseline for a good villain is they are villainous, get yourself better villains. Are they villainous? I mean, Hal was. Hal definitely did murder people. He did murder people. It just didn't make any sense. And he tortured his daughter for no reason whatsoever. I guess to make her into serial killer. He really wanted his daughter to be a serial killer. And I presume he will continue torturing her in season three in a real Hannibal Lecter style. Oh, yeah, because I love that. I love this scene so much. That's literally Hannibal Lecter. He's in... He's in a white... Why does Riverdale have that? There's a staircase behind her, but then she doesn't go up the staircase. No, Where a, are they? Another, she's, in a, yeah, she's in a basement somewhere. He's in a cell that has, like, not bars. We've seen the jail cells yeah, no, in Riverdale. Yeah, this is like a fake room. No, FBI? I don't know. Maybe they have, like... It's kind of like when you go to a, a hotel and they have theme rooms. Maybe they have theme cells. So, like, hello, would you like the, uh, the FP, like, sad man alone in a jail... Like, the Great Escape jail, jail Cell? Or would you like the Hannibal Lecter plastic or glass? Uh... And Hal's like, hmm, Hannibal Lecter, please bring my daughter here. <laughs> I am, uh, you, well, you have to understand, I am a serial killer, so... Uh... So what do you think I want? <laughs> serial killer, he's killed, uh, he killed... He killed Grundy? Grundy? The Sugar Man? Sugar Man? Midge? Midge. Maybe Chick. Maybe Chick. I don't think Chick's dead. I don't think so either. I think Chick's going to come back. We didn't see his body. He's not dead. Um, I mean, once again, I'm pl- I'm planning for, like, I don't want to say a better show because the show's fine. Um, but, like, I don't want to say a better show. But I guess in a better show, I would be sure Chick would come back because he didn't see his body. Mm-hmm. And that would be good. I I am almost curious the show would just be like, nah, let's drop him. Like, we dropped Dilton. Oh, no, I think he's going to come back. I think he's going to 
join the dumb team of dumb villains. Yeah, he's going to come back. He's going to be a full villain. And I still think I'm going to be sympathetic for him. And maybe he'll have an eye patch. <laughs> I still think I'm going to be sympathetic for him. I know. That poor boy just wanted love. Yeah, like, don't And also, wrong. he killed his boyfriend because I think he was dating oh, the real Oh, well, I Charles. definitely believe that he was dating him. Um and he accidentally killed then, him. Then, yeah, then he then he killed him, and like he didn't mean to. But then like the woman gave him, and he like he once again he protected he protected um, Alice not because she was his mom, but because he he decided like that she is going to be my mom. I have chosen to love her. You're going to be my mom. You're my mom now. I love you. Yeah, like don't get me wrong. He's like a broken boy, but you know what? He is no different than like. A lead in any other show. I can see. I can see. Like, if you decided he was going to be the lead, mm-hmm. he could have been the lead in another show. And it's been like, oh, I make so many bad choices. Like, oh. I mean, he's, he's a tragic lead. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, but it's like, um, it's like with The Walking Dead. Yeah, we identify with Rick, but if the series had started with Negan and we followed Negan along, I, I he would be our hero. It'd be so cool if there was some, if somebody out there, if I was, the problem was like, once you say like you sort, of, you sort of need two people, and you sort of kind of need to like trick people you have one person write one book and one person write another book or like a show or something like that yeah and it's not revealed that they're like they're the same world until until like the moment where they all where they meet each other and like so you have two books and there's the both the heroes of their own books and then they meet each other and And they're the villains in each other's books and they're villains in each other's books yeah it'd be awesome yeah that'd be cool it'd be a good way to just like trick people it's all about perspective and and that that's not tricking people. There's a lot of times where people people like you know they make something in fiction like ha ah, I tricked the audience so it's good. I'm like no you no, don't you, you can, don't trick the audience. You, you can challenge people's views and perspectives yeah. and perception. Yeah, but maybe don't trick. Them. We don't trick them. Okay, uh, I think that's we could talk good. forever. Yeah, we but could. But we should probably wrap this <laughs> we up. We probably shouldn't. So hey, if you want to talk to us, you can get us on uh, social media. So- at- that's at Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA. And that is on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, you can also send us an email. And what's that email, Aaron? That's also Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA at gmail.com. Yeah, I would love hearing from you. Yeah. And as I said, I have a book coming out. Uh, Endless it, Hunger by Kevin Weir. Yeah. The, uh, it comes out on Kindle and Kobo. Uh, that's June 11th. The pre-orders are already open. And if you go and get yourself a pre-order... Uh, for it, you'll get a bonus short story called Steel Flesh that takes place in the same world uh, with another character. I already read the book because I'm a social influencer, <laughs> but I'm going to buy the book anyway. Well, you didn't read the short story, though. Exactly. Exactly. So I got to buy the book. Yeah. Uh, but that's, that's available for pre-order right now on Kindle and Kobo. That's the only way that you can get that short story. Uh, then it'll be released on June 11th, and then it'll be coming out as a print edition a few weeks after that. And then it'll be distributed sometime after that. It'll be coming out as sort of like a piecemeal release through my uh, publisher. Edge Publishing, by the way. So if you like urban fantasy, if you like cults, if you like fairies, if you like men who wear hats. If you like cults. Buy this book. <laughs> that That's great advertising, Aaron. I have nothing to announce that's going on in my life. Just yoga. Just yoga. Just yoga. Who stabbed Dilton Doily? What happened to that mutilated boy? When will Archie meet the Punisher? Answers to all this and more next time on Mystery Outsiders and Abs. A teen drama fan cast. I'm going through this wiki, Aaron, uh-huh. and I just noticed something. Yeah. On the general information for characters, they have species. What? Yeah. Like, Cliff Blossom's a human. Well, look up Archie. <laughs> Is he a robot? Ooh, Archie. Archie Andrews. Cyborg! <gasps> oh! oh!